oh wait i have to do two more things because i'm silly so hold on there <laughs> i'm gonna edit some of that out probably not um yeah i was gonna say i mean if i sound like a bumbling fool do i reserve the right to say oh my god please don't do this <laughs> yeah no if we think, absolutely have to fine. i will um like you know edit stuff out like i've learned how um, I had to on the high cool cat. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, so Paul, um, from the, and you, um, so you started the air bottom bags, right? I started, uh, Gene and I, Gene and I, uh, uh-huh. uh, Gene, uh, I go and I started well, more than a year ago. Um, and it's a friend of mine who I knew who was growing. Had, was having an issue with uh, the bags. He was using felt bags. Mm-hmm. He was having issues with drainage, and the bags uh, not drying out. And uh, I used to work out in uh, California and about twenty years ago. I was down in San Diego, and I was talking to some folks, and they uh, represented a product that was very similar to what I use now, and. The, as the air bottom panel, and that kind of jogged my memory and made me think. And uh, so I had, uh, at the time, I was selling leather and had a leather company, but uh, I had access some some material and uh, sewed them up some bags and uh, loved them. And so, yeah. needless to say, that's kind of how it started. Awesome! So, wow, uh, only so, a year. That's amazing. Okay. All right. Might have been, or, <laughs> it might have been, was it, yeah, it might have been 20 when this, this okay. plague started. I think it kind of yeah, lost I know. track of time. Yeah, time both, uh, like, like stopped and then also, like, went excessively <laughs> fast during the last, like, two years. I don't know what happened. It, it just feels like Groundhog Day. It really does sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. So anyways, that's kind of how it all started, and and so I had a lot of the machinery uh, for the leather uh, company, and so I didn't have to get too much more stuff. I, I did get that machine for the handles. Um, so the neat thing was is that this, this product is a little bit different, too, because the air bottom panel, and, and also we kind of felt that needs, because if you notice a lot of these bags, they are so inside out yeah and um and the reason is because it's a lot easier it's, it's you need a kind of a special machine to sew the outside seam and, mm-hmm. and then before you sew the seam you have to kind of put a, a hem on it so that it gives yes. it a finished edge and that all helps maintain the roundness of the bag and to add a little you know spice that's what we to do the uh, the webbing as a binder up on top will hem that. Mm. And another option, of course, is, is just to do what's called a raw hem, and that's just to fold over the material on top. Um, right. Which is a kind of an easier way of doing it. Right. But it doesn't look as nice and arguably doesn't last as long. <sighs> it, it doesn't look as nice, and because it's just got that raw hem on it, it, it doesn't. I don't think on a wider diameter it does as well a job as maintaining the roundness uh, as having a uh, the webbing on there. 
And, you know, also what's kind of a little different is, is those handles, because they are a, uh, they're reinforced in the back. A and B is, is that they're like a, almost a four by one inch uh, uh, box and cross stitch with a heavy handle on it. So those things are railier. Just I mean, these things last forever. So yeah. they're really beefy. So no. that's kind of what we wanted to do to distinguish ourselves. Yeah, no, they are very well made. I I love my bags. Nice. Thank you. I'm glad you like it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, one thing that I asked you before we started recording was, um, you know, one thing that I hear a lot in the community, in the grow community, is what are what are they made out of? It's you know, it's obviously it's not fabric or felt or whatnot. Um, and so, what are they made out of? Well, the distinction between a uh, the non-woven and the woven are a couple of things. One is, is like the non-woven, in theory, it used to be like a, a uh, I think it was a wool that felt was made mm. out of it. And then it became a mixture of all type of different products. Mm. But wool uh, isn't. But wool isn't well, wool, like. No, it's too expensive. Wool. Yeah, right, and it's not good so, for growing. Like that's not, that's not very um, porous. Well, the train on, yeah, that's exactly right, is, is think of a felt as like your filter, uh, air filter in a car, you know, and the more you, uh, because it's non-woven, it, it has a tendency to clog, and so yeah. when you're watering, the more you water, right. that medium comes against the bag, and it gets clogged up, and, and so, um, so based on uh, the research and reading I've done, is that in order to get air pruning, you need to have 10% air available to the roots, mm. the minimum. And that kind of magic number um, means that you need to have an openness to it. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, and then the trade-off is if it's too open, you can get some of the medium coming out. But, so that 10% seems to be that kind of magic um, number and sometimes uh, what you'll see is that uh, folks you, you'll see the roots coming through and not to get too sidetracked I'll get back to what's meaning uh, is that those roots come through because there's too much humidity at the um, bag level at the ground level and in order uh, for the air pruning to occur to burn the roots, it's got to have less than about 55% humidity. So you want to. Uh, so what mean, that means is you want to get air and get a fan and introduce that, and that'll ultimately drop the humidity, burn the roots, and yeah. solve the problem. Yeah, no, another uh, grower but, recommended that because I was like, how do I get these, you know, basically, how do I get these to, like, dry out faster so I can give them more nutrients? And he's like, just point your fan at it. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's exactly right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Genius. <laughs> yep. So getting back to. Yeah. So what are they made? It's, it's not vinyl. What is it? What is the what is it made out of? It's, it's kind of, think of it as a well, multi-step process. It's going to be, uh, polyester is woven. Mm -hmm. So so this is, it's like a cheesecloth type where it's, you know, you get the weft, was the warp in the weft. 
mm-hmm. um, and so this is one over one up, mm. and so it allows uh, it has it. Uh, this material has a 10 percent, like I say, open mass, and so what they do is so it's a poly. It's really strong. The breaking strength on this stuff um, is is measured. Keep I want to say in pounds. It's like 75 pounds. Wow. Um, so it's really strong, you know, and yeah. and they'll use this, uh, uh, um, you know, for like some off marketing is they'll use it for hammocks, and, mm-hmm. uh, sunscreen, you know, shade for exterior for, uh, you know, uh, for blocking debris. So so it's really heavy, and, and so it's it's uh, so what they do is then they will add a coating to it. And so it's uh, all the stuff is uh, like lead free. I forget some of the uh, reach compliant. It's green guard. It's really meant to be, um, you know, used in uh, uh, contact with, uh, you know, people. So it's, yes. you know, I know that they, uh, they definitely do their, their thing. So we want to make sure that it's obviously safe to use. Right. 100 so, percent usa uh, made and, and you know that's the nice thing because the uh there aren't a lot of manufacturers a and b is that the air bottom panel is also made in the u.s and we even make the uh, get the webbing sourced uh in the u.s nice so so we really tried and it's a threat you know so we really kind of yeah. The thing is really all made here, so. Yeah. And why shouldn't it be? <laughs> really? I mean. Yeah. It's no, fine. especially something like this. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Keep I the quality. It's, uh, it, it, it's nice to make a, a product here again. Yeah. So, uh, so what else can I answer for you? Um. Do you, okay, so where do you ship? Is it just the USA? Where do I ship? Primarily, it's the USA. What I, what I find our killer is the tariffs and the duty shipping to mm. Canada. Oh. You know? um, so, unfortunately, we ship primarily to the U.S. Okay. Uh, down the road, potentially distribution, but kind of now we're, yeah. we're sticking to our U.S. market. Yeah, makes sense. Um, and do, is there any like recycled materials incorporated or is that kind of like too hard to use? No, I don't think we do use any recycled products in our manufacturing though. Mm -hmm. Well, I know sometimes it's like, it could get expensive or sometimes it's not maybe as sturdy or something. So I was just curious. I don't know the answer to that, whether the manufacturer incorporates any recycled goods mm. uh, in their process. Hmm. I don't know that. All right. Um, well, then. So, do you grow? You said that that Gene grows, and that's why I kind of you guys... Uh, mm, no, Gene doesn't grow. No. Um, oh, you're from... Okay, sorry. Uh, no, see, we're in Florida here, and uh-huh. uh, Florida is a no-grow state. Oh, so, yeah. Gotcha. So, unfortunately, we don't we don't grow in the state because of that. All right. So that's they found on that. Well, so. 
All right, so stop around that. All right, um, well, we can st- we can go back to talking about Boston. <laughs> um, um, oh, I guess one more, like, specific air bottom bags question. Um, has that always been, like, your dream to do, or has it just been your dream to run your own company? Well, you know, it's kind of funny. I had worked, uh, I grew up in Boston, uh, south of Boston, Marshall, uh, and worked in my dad's vinyl wall covering distribution business that he had. Um, so I kind of, I'm familiar with distribution and manufacturing and, and vinyl. And so, um, I am, um, so it was kind of a, it was kind of a natural in some ways. And, uh, so, um, you know, in some ways it's, it's, it's a nice fit, you know, uh, but uh, is it my dream to, to own a business? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I guess it's my dream to uh, to be innovative. Okay. You know, and I like to kind of create uh, solutions to what seems to be uh, problems. I like like the rip away bag was kind of a, a unique solution. Oh Even yeah. Even a bag is a, a unique solution. But, yes. Um. You know, just the rip away was kind of cool. And, and we just came out with another one, with which is the tip over, which is kind of a one piece yeah. transplant, which is, uh, you know, I, I want to come out with something that's different. Yeah. I, I don't like, I don't want to copy anything. So that's kind of why we, you know, we like to be unique. Mistake yeah. It's just different stuff. Yeah. No, and I. I appreciate that because um, when I was looking into um, something, because uh, the fabric pots are fine, um, but they they don't clean well, and that's my hang up on them is I can't clean them very well. Um, so I started looking into other things and the whole like let's air it out faster so that I can get more nuts into it, and I looked into the AirPods and and then you guys and. Um, my thing with the AirPods was that, yeah, that if you, if you water it too fast, then they, like all the soil comes out and I was like, oh, that's messy. I don't want to deal with that. So. Oh, oh this is the sidewall, the, uh, the solid ones with the whole big holes in there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That, that's one thing I couldn't understand is those were, they, they didn't seem to be evenly spaced, you know, like a, like a mesh. You know where it was consistent throughout. Um, I don't know. Um, they seem consistent, like um, all over. Like they, 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 they come out in the little points, right? And then the little points are open, um, and that's how the air is able to move through it easier. And um, so on, just on the the, the visual aspect, I kind of like it because it kind of kind of looks very BDSM like. Like it looks like something kind of like, oh, don't touch that. It's sharp, but. Um, but yeah, like it's just, uh, yeah, but, and they, they do like, it's similar to the, to the, to the, your rip away where you can, you, you like wrap it around the plant or you, you put it together and then you, you screw in, um, the little screw things to, to keep it together. So. Yeah, I've seen, I have seen those and, and, uh, you know, I, I just think ours is just kind of a. I think it's nice because the hole is holes are everywhere. 
Yeah. And I'm spaced out every few inches. And yeah. So it gives an opportunity for a whole root system. Um, because, it, you know, when you look at the bottom, the bottom you might not think about it, but it represents a one third surface area of the sidewalls. Mm-hmm. So um, when you look at, um, you know, the opening the, of actual the holes, then. You know, there's quite a bit more with the mesh as opposed to a solid with the holes poked through them in, in um, yeah. various places because you can't weaken it that much. Right. You know, and the thing about that is that's that's a solid sheet that's been stamped. Yeah, probably. This is, it was this, yeah, with this is uh, kind of more more pliable. Yeah. Um, Plus, your stuff so comes in colors. <laughs> Yeah, we have we do have a, a, a limited amount of colors uh, currently. Yeah. And no, it's I'll, it's enough to keep me ha- anyway. You know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I have to agree. I, I do. I do like colors. Uh, yeah, it's just yeah. So much gross stuff is just you know black and blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, I have to agree. There's not much jazz to it. But we're trying. Thank you for that. <laughs> so, yeah, you mentioned that you, like, kind of lived around a few places. Uh, was that just because you had the wanderlust? Life is short. Yeah. Uh, and, like I say, I worked at my dad's company. That didn't work out. And, and back in 93, I had uh, traveled around with a friend of mine. And we had gone throughout the country and uh, ended up in Alaska and just fell in love with the place. And, Wow. And moved there the next year and lived there for several years. And what part of Alaska? Uh, Homer, Alaska, which is uh, south of Anchorage. Okay. Uh, about 250 miles in the end of the Kenai Peninsula. Beautiful place. Yeah. Just spectacular view. But, you know, it's, uh, it's cold. Yeah. And dark at times. It can be. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... Uh, <laughs> It's about eight hours of sunlight when winter solstice. Yeah, so that's not that's not so bad. Yeah. But now they're they're cranking. They're getting like five six minutes of light, uh, uh, more light a day. Yeah. Right around right now. So. But it's probably it's, is it too cold like during this like cause, so like May to let's say August? Could you grow outside? Do you think? Oh sure, yeah. Yeah. Oh, things grow amazingly fast up there. Yeah, uh, you can actually you can watch it grow. <laughs> I mean, you, you, uh, it's it's amazing how, uh, yeah, because yeah. I mean, you really have almost twenty hours of of light. Yeah, seen, and so it doesn't. It really got dark. Yeah, well, I was more worried about the cold, but I guess it it does get warm up there at some point. <laughs> you you got to bring the plants in in the, in the uh, fall because. Uh, that's that's where the problem okay. comes comes in. By the time it gets kicks in and uh, starts budding, it's, it warms to frost. Mm. All right. It's a tough, tough Interesting. Place. Yeah, we visited uh, my family and I when we were like mom and dad and I when when I was like sixteen. Um, so that was that was interesting. We, it was somewhere, like, we flew into, like, a, a normal airport, and then we had to 
to do like the little like twin engine thing to get to where sure. we were going. Where did you go? Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I was sixteen. Uh-huh. I, I don't remember. Like I remember um, being at like this person, these people's house, like and and that, and I remember all the trees and um, and it was yeah, very very beautiful. The, the yeah. eagles were, you know, the bald eagles were there, like, you know, mating. It was May. So, yeah. Yeah, it's it, raw beauty. It's, it's <laughs> one of the nicest. It's the most beautiful place I've ever seen. Yeah. We, we, we could look out our window and see seven glaciers. Oh. Uh, in a 20-mile-long bay. It, yeah, it was just really pretty. Yeah. But now I'm in Florida. Yeah. What took you to Florida? <laughs> my ex-wife oh <laughs> that's a uh, great reason uh, yeah a good reason to leave but uh so you met her in california and then no she's i actually met her on that trip in 1993 oh she was from, okay uh, from australia she was traveling the world for two years and uh and i ran into her and yeah. and the rest is history yeah. I guess. That happens. <laughs> it did. <laughs> <laughs> so is that what one is making you kind of like want to leave Florida? It's like, meh, all right, time here's over. Well, when you don't go somewhere because it's your choice. Yeah. Um, you know, my, my son uh, now is just finishing up college. Ah. Um, so I'm in a position now I can. I can move. Yeah. But, uh, you know, obviously I want to be here. My son, so... Uh, yeah. So now I'm ready. Okay. Another adventure. Yeah. And you mentioned maybe going back to Boston, like the Boston area? If I can, if I can tolerate the cold. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll I... see. It's tough, especially. <laughs> so I grew up in Phoenix, Arizona, and uh, uh-huh. moved to the Boston area um, when I was 28, and then we left last year. So, um, or 20, yes, whatever it was. But um, yeah, so it like I and I everybody was like before I moved to Boston. Are you sure you can handle the cold? You know it snows there, right? And I'm like, yes, I'm good. I snowboard. Like, I know what I'm getting into. Um, And then I got there, and then it was fun for the first few years. And then after a while, it's like, oh, man. Like, what do you mean I got a shovel again? What do you mean there's going to be an ice storm? Like, ew. Well, you, you could be phasing hurricane season, so... I, I mean, like, Boston still had, like, the, you know, occasional hurricane or, you know, strong wind storm. Or um, one time in Arlington, we had a microburst. That was super fun. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's getting a little more unpredictable no matter where you tend to reside. Yeah. Yeah, it, it really does swing. Like, um, but I mean, like, it happens to a point anyway because like even in phoenix like you know every four or five years there would be like a good hail storm and it would be almost like it snowed there for a minute so i don't know well yeah the weather's uh 
unfortunately, the weather's not getting any better. No. No, and that's definitely part of, like, you know, I feel like our our fault. <laughs> we we oh, yeah. may have been abusing well, and taking advantage of this planet for far too long. Well, you know, when you have kids, that's what you think about. Yeah. Yeah, my kid is two. So I'm all about trying to, like, all right, cool. And especially because, like, I'm, like, 40, whatever. Um, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm still 28. No, I'm just kidding. I'm 40. Um, so I have all this wisdom, right? And I, well, I'm ready to pass it down to my my child. And definitely I'm like, oh, I, I have to do things to, like, make him interested. And so, like, that's why I started, I started a warm bin. Um, to try to one, like reuse the soil because I like, I prefer growing in soil, but then like, I only have like so many holes in the backyard to fill. So I was like, I can't just throw this away. Like I got to figure something out. Um, so one thing led to another. Now I have worms in my basement. Uh, and I have them in my bathroom. <laughs> too, so, uh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> be dead. Yeah. Hold on, I'm gonna add you to my warm list. Like I have a thing where I'm gonna like this week I'm like I'm gonna work on it. Like I wanna do like a warm shout out thing and like really like highlight that. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, I think in our community, um, a lot of people do the right thing. You know, with this living soil and, and organics, and, and uh, the consciousness, you know, mm-hmm. is is there. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, only one one percent of our farming is organic. I know, because it's easier just to throw salt nutrients at it and not have to deal with it. And no, that's like, unsustainable. No, no. And it's no. Um, yeah, we're already dealing with the repercussions. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I agree. Um, like I so. and I just I just, <laughs> I just became aware of it. I don't know, like. When um, Sanjay Grucha, group, I'm, I know I didn't say that right, um, started his, like, Save Soil campaign, but I, I don't know, I just, I went on YouTube maybe looking for something from him or something, and I saw the thing, an interview that he did with, um, you know, Trevor Noah on Daily Show, and I was like, wait, what? And then it was just like, oh, wow, this is, this is eye-opening. I didn't see that article. Ooh, yeah, it's good. I'll I'll try to repost it. Um, but yeah, so because it's it's uh, there's uh, a lot of the world it has um, far under the um, microbes and you know nutrient level in order to sustain you know future growth. Uh, yeah, well, that's all stripped from our soils. Yeah, because we've, like, raped and pillaged it. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. But we've abused it and just used just harsh chemicals and, you know, uh, yeah. You know, back in, I think it was 1888 or something like that, we had the Seabird Guano Act in the United States that if you could... You could claim a deserted or uninhabited island 
um, along the Pacific there, the Humboldt Current there, where they still harvest, uh, well, not that much, but seabird guano. Mm -hmm. And they would, uh, that's what they would use back then because they had even stripped the soils that far back. Yeah. So before they could have urea-based fertilizers. (laughs) Hey, no, I mean, and and that uh, guano is great for as a fertilizer it's oh know, sure yeah yeah like absolutely. all kinds of plants like love it so absolutely like um i know a lot of the good high damned uh soils have the back guano and the earth casting or earthworm castings and um all that stuff and um you know and with the with the earthworm bend you know as you know like they're ridiculously easy to maintain once you get it up and going like uh, you can give them too much veggies and saturate them and soak them and drown them. Oh. Uh, uh, as as, as okay. I found out. <laughs> I uh, guess I'm more on the neglect side, so, so far we're doing good. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's less successful. Yeah. No, I forget about those little things all the time, and then I'm like, oh, I should water them, like, a little so it's, like, damp, and then... And then a week goes by, and I'm like, have I fed those things in a while? And uh, I just did that before I moved some soil. Like, I, 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 my warm bin's getting full. So I was like, I got to get some of this soil out. And uh, so I started doing that. And, um, yeah, I noticed that a good number of the food hasn't quite been eaten yet. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm, not, doing, I'm not neglecting them too terribly. Yeah, they just haven't run through it yet. Yeah. Uh, but one thing I was going to mention there, you were talking about guanos, is um, like on these, not so much, I guess, the fossilized guanos, but like on your Mexican guanos, um, you could you have to, well, one of guanos really should be wearing a mask. Mm. Um, because you can get what's called histoplasmosis, which is uh, a bacteria from the uh, guano. Mm. Uh, it comes the airborne. Okay. So. Yeah, good to know. Yeah, and in organics, if you're anybody that's dealing with organics, if they're dealing with that, or um, you know, the the blood meal, what a blood, whatever. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, that stuff, like, yeah, you definitely should be wearing a mask because it just, it gets really dirty. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Keep your lungs clean. Yeah. But, yeah. Well. All right. Well, what I think, else? Um, well, I had, like, you know, smoking pot questions, but you're in an illegal state, so I'll just avoid those for now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I can't believe that Florida is still like has it illegal. Like, I'm. It's Florida. Uh, it is Florida, and that's why. <sighs> like it. Ugh. I I mean, for a state that like you know you can play a game called I don't know is it Germany or Florida. And the rules of the game are, like, to find the, like, craziest, most ridiculous, like, news articles that you can find. And then, you know, it's usually from Germany or Florida. (laughs) Like, and yet. (laughs) 
<laughs> the government down there is like, no, we're going to continue with this, re- re- all this, um, you know, what's the word? Where are you? Are you holding yeah. the repression? Oh, sorry. That's all right. We, yeah. yeah, you get all types here. Yeah. It's the end of the road in a way. <laughs> Seriously, there's there's that many older people. We're, we're really going <laughs> to... Oh, uh, this is God's waiting room here. But. <laughs> uh, I feel like that's accurate on, like, so many levels. Just people that are, like, doing crazy stuff that, you know... Maybe pass away too soon, or yeah, the old. <laughs> oh, Florida. Why are you so easy to make fun of? Well, Maybe also because it right. scares me because of the gators and stuff, but you know, that's for another time, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I guess all I really kind of fear down here is those big hurricanes. Oh. Uh, that's about the only thing that, uh, the heat I can handle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the heat you get used to. It's kind of like the cold where, yeah, you, you get used to it. But. but it's getting, you know, it's setting more and more records, you know, every, uh, the heat. Yeah. You know, it's just getting harder and harder. Shifting. Uh, Ain't good. No. That was one reason why I wanted to leave Phoenix, because it was just getting so hot all the time, and yeah. Hot and dry. Drops. Yeah. So I went like the opposite, but yep. Uh, yeah, I know. It seems like there's stuff to find that perfect spot, but. Well, yeah, it does. It either one doesn't exist or two, um, you know, doesn't exist because it's full of like bugs that are will eat you. I don't know. Or pollution. We just destroyed it already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rest in peace, Amazon forest. All right. Yeah, down here they have the red tide um, report. They never used to have. Uh, so that you can check the status of how filthy the water is before you go swimming in it. Ew. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, uh, and they're still moving down in droves, living in the past. Yeah, I got to get that uh, beach time in. uh, Yeah. Yeah. They're moving here. Uh, All right, Angela. All I right. I gotta get back. I, I gotta get some work done here. <laughs> I've taken, definitely taken too much of your time. So thank you so much. I'm gonna hope you guys liked all that detailed information on them air bottom bags. I know I did, um, and I have even deeper appreciation for those bags. Um, you can find them on the web at. Well, I'm going to put it in the notes. What am I spelling shit out for? Airbottombags.com. There's an S in there in case you are uh, skimming or whatever. But if you're skimming, why would you come all the way to the end? I don't know. But yeah, airbottombags.com. From there, you can link to their um, Instagram or Facebook on Instagram. Um, Once again, it'll be in the show notes, so I'm not going to spell it out, but I will mention that it's air underscore 
bottom underscore bags. All right. Um, so if you are in the growing community and there's a company that you want me to talk to, reach out, let me know. And maybe I can reach out to them. I don't know. Um, see if, if, if they want to chat and talk about how good their stuff is and whatever else. And, um, I don't know, maybe if I have experience with them, then I can, you know, whatever comment on that. But you know, if not, I can just talk to them. I don't know, but yeah, uh, find me on Instagram, Miss G growing M S G G R O W I N G Miss G growing. All right. My little fudge pops have a great rest of your day, night, week, weekend, all that. And I'll talk to you again soon. Bye.